Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery with John. Today, I have Heather Thomas of Pink Bubble Austin, and she's going to share an experience she had with the platform a couple of weeks back. Um, and it's more of a story to, I guess, not warn, but make you aware of things that can happen when using the platform. Um, so Heather, welcome. Morning. Can you tell us more about what happened to you? Sure. Um, just to give a little bit of background, uh, I'm the chief strategy officer for Pink Bubble Properties. We're in Austin, Texas. We currently have over 60 properties and we deal with 31 owners at this time. So um, we've been up and running for a while and doing really well. And um, we list our houses on Airbnb, VRBO, and we also have our direct site um, so people can book directly with us if they'd like. Um, and so basically what happened was, you know, in the past, I would have told you, cause you know, everybody hears stories, right. About mm-hmm. things happening with the different channels and, you know, horror stories of this or that. And I was one of those people that was like, oh, it can't be that bad that, you know, cause every time we had ever dealt with any of these channels, everything had been honestly pretty good. And so August 30th, we had something where Airbnb kind of went nuclear on us. Um, One owner was discovered to have not had his driver's license added to his account. And um, we did later discover that Airbnb had sent us a message, but honestly, we get so like just a ridiculous number of messages about all these little things. And we didn't catch the fact that this message had come through. But then their response to the fact that this driver's license didn't get added um, was pretty crazy. So they um, shut down our entire site instead of the site of the one owner. And uh, so all 60 plus houses went down so that nobody could book uh, anything future. And then about five minutes later, they started canceling, just a mass cancellation. And from what we could see about five reservations were being canceled per minute. And, wow. um, you know, so we, of course, I mean, even the second that we saw our site went down, this is, this whole thing started, I want to say it was like six o'clock at night, I believe. And, um, we, you know, the second the site went down, we immediately, um, went ahead and called Airbnb, but we didn't think it was a that big of a deal. We're like, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, they shut us down, but you know, we'll, whatever the problem is, we'll get it resolved here. And, but then the cancellation started and then, you know, we were really pulling our hair out with stress. And so I would say all of us worked until about two o'clock that morning. <laughs> and then that continued to be our life for basically almost the next week as we tried to recover from the situation over a hundred thousand dollars was of ma- of cancellations was lost and some of those were because here in austin the busy season for us is october and we had that coming up because this all happened um, on august 30th and so some of our cancellations involved formula one weekend and acl uh um you know, music festival weekend. So these were very important bookings and uh, they all got wiped out. So, or not all, but a lot of them did. And so it took us until, I think it was around 11 PM that Airbnb was finally able to tell us what the problem was at all. Like for, for hours, they couldn't even tell us this happened because there was a driver's license missing from one account. They they weren't even able to figure out what the problem was. 
And um, so, yeah, it was a nightmare. <laughs> and it's such honest. a minor like thing that like you could have fixed really quickly, but they didn't give you the time to do it. Like they should have at least given you a little bit of time to respond before taking such like dramatic action, canceling everything, because that makes you lose so much income and, and the stress and anxiety that comes from that too. You know, Absolutely. and it's, it's just, they should have given you like a little bit of time to respond um, before you actually took like all those crazy actions. And I know if you read in like their help section or their support section, they say they don't do stuff like this. But you're not the first horror story I've heard where like things didn't quite go as expected and yeah. they just take like crazy actions um, without really consulting you. Um, did they did they apologize or did they like help oh, with no, any of the loss of income or anything no, like that? Nothing whatsoever. So I've called them, you know, incessantly <laughs> since this <laughs> happened. And, you know, within a couple of days, they said, okay, we're escalating you to the specialized team. And then a week later, okay, we're escalating you to the compliance team. Uh, and every single day, I mean, from the day it happened until yesterday, the answer was, uh, we're working on it and somebody's going to call you tomorrow. I've literally been told every day since August 30th, and today is October 13th, I've been told every day that uh, somebody's going to call you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And tomorrow never comes. Right, <laughs> so exactly. that's, we that's tried, the right thing. We've tried to be very creative about how to get a hold of them and um, just have not had any success whatsoever. Yeah. It kind of echoes. It's a totally different situation, but like when something happens at your property, like a guest, you know, has a party or does damage it's hard to go through the resolution center too. I know it's completely different, but when you go through the resolution center, most of the times I've seen them rule in favor of the guests, unless you have like all this crazy documentation um, supporting what you're saying. And like when things go wrong, like what happened to you with the cancellations and what happened to you with that loss of income, it's like they, they push you to different support agents, you know, and like they say, yeah. they're going to give you a call back with some, like a, a manager and they'll escalate it, but like it takes forever to resolve it. And for those of us like yourself and that are running these vacation rental management businesses, like bookings, it's the lifeblood of our business. And we can't have like so many cancellations because it also impacts your host score, right? Like if you have super host status and then you get those cancellations, it like takes you out of that super host status too. Um, so it's like a separate thing you got to deal with, right? So um, have the cancellations, like are they going to, well, you're still finding this out. But are they going to like take off the cancellations off of your like host record or are they just like they, leaving they, since, <clears throat> since they were the ones that canceled, it never did affect okay. their super host status um, because, you know, the guests didn't do it and we didn't do it. So, yeah, luckily, <laughs> luckily, that was the one thing that, you know, we did not have to deal with. Um, so I guess you would say that was good. Um, but, yeah, we've. We've received no help. We did. It was interesting though, because we had one owner that called Airbnb herself and she was, you know, she was, a, she's a very, you know, I don't know, strong woman knows what she's doing in the business world. And she was able to uh, push back a little bit and got the, got Airbnb to send her guests that she had lost messages and saying, you know, um, 
we'd love to rebook with you and apparently gave these guests like a button they could push so that they could rebook and also blocked her calendar so that nobody could grab, you know, a portion or all of their booking dates and left it like that for a week so that wow. those guests had an opportunity to rebook. So I'm, I called like the same day she told me that, which was very early on. It was just a couple of days after it happened. Um, I, called Airbnb. And I said, you did this for one owner. So let's go ahead. We want to do that for all of them. And she's, you know, of course the answer is, Oh, we can't do that. Like, no, don't tell me that. When you've done it for someone else. (laughs) You've already, like you have the technology, obviously to create this email and create this button. And it was just really ridiculous. Um, So one person, you know, I've been talking to tons of people networking about the entire situation to learn from it, try to be better about it, and also see what I can do to resolve it. And one person suggested that a good way to kind of at least somewhat prevent this to go as bad as it did is to every single booking you get, write down the guest's phone number, their name, the dates they are booking for, the amount that the booking was for. Um, yeah. And, and just have like an ongoing spreadsheet of that information. Uh, so we are, we're looking into that because honestly with over 60 houses, that's, that's challenging. Um, I think the person mm-hmm. I was talking to had a couple of houses, but, but it is good advice though. It absolutely yes, it is, is great advice because if I had had that information, I could have immediately started making phone calls, but I was literally having to figure out who are these people that we lost, (laughs) you know? So, uh, because, um, the way we have things set up, once something is canceled, we don't have visibility to it. Yeah. That's super, super actionable advice. What you're saying, Heather, um, it's like take down all of the records and documentation of the bookings you have on any platform, the amount of the booking, the night state, any sort of details, email, phone number, guest name, contact number of people in their party, take everything down and document it because if something like this happens to you um, and the platform just takes the the data off, at least you have a backup and you could re-engage with the guest and get them to rebook through you um, should this this type of cancellation thing happen. Um, And I I hope it's the last time something like this happens to you. Um, But with the platforms, like we just never know nowadays (laughs) what's going to happen next. Absolutely. That is um, my it's a big worry. Absolutely. It yeah. is. And then, um, so you're out in Austin and Pink Bubble. Can you talk a little bit about your company? Um, you, you, and the introduction had a little bit about what you do, but for our listeners out in Austin who are owners who need more help with their vacation rental, um, can you ex- explain how Pink Bubble helps them? Absolutely. I mean, we're we're a one stop shop in a lot of ways. Uh, we will. Ad- advise if you want on the look of your property and, and, um, see whether or not maybe there needs any little, you know, uh, fluffing up to, to get it to a level where you'll be successful. We can do that if you want. Uh, we can come in and take pictures or we have professional photographers that we recommend. Uh, though our team is also, you know, quite good. Uh, we help you get your Airbnb account set up. If that's something that you need, if you're not already, um, uh, renting out. And, and then once you are up and running with pink bubble, then 
We handle all the messaging to the guests. We um, can help handle your property, even if it's like maybe you live in Portland and you want to have the trash taken out and the lawn taken care of, things like that. Obviously, we're going to handle all the cleans. We also do cleaning inspections and things like that to make sure that your property and your guests are going to have the optimal experience. Um, so yeah, we, we handle it all. I love it. I'm on your website. It's super nice, by the way. Um, and I see you have like the social media icon. So how can um, owners, if they want to connect with you or Pink Bubble and find out more, um, how can they connect with you? Okay. So if they want to take a look at our website, it's www.pinkbubbleproperties.com. And honestly, if anybody wants to reach out directly to me as the chief strategy officer, I, I love connecting with people. I love networking uh, or even just answering questions. So they can reach me at heather at pb for pink bubble, pbaustin.com. Awesome. And what I'm going to do, Heather, is in the show notes, I'm going to add that information too. So just in case... Um, people want to just click on it and be able to engage with you. It'll be there in the show notes. Um, and hopefully, um, if you're, if any of the listeners are out in Austin, please try to connect with Heather because I mean, it's, it's really valuable knowing people that have gone through experiences like this with the platforms, because if you're new to this and you go at it alone sometimes, and it's a little bit too much to take on stuff like this can happen to you. And if you're not confident in that, you can handle it. Um, it's good to have somebody by your side that you can ask, right? Um, so Heather, thanks so much for coming on and explaining this situation. I hope it never happens to anyone ever again, any of our listeners, you, I hope it doesn't happen again. But <laughs> thanks for sharing it so we could be aware of it. Absolutely. And um, to everyone, um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, go to vacationhomehelp.com slash podcast and you'll receive a copy of our free weekly newsletter with lots of free resources on how to host better. Everyone, take care.